This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105 Radio. So hopefully on the line now, I will be introducing you to Sean Moroni, founder and CEO of Cambridge Electric Transport. Good morning, Sean. Are you there? I'm hoping he is. If he just puts unmutes his his green button, hopefully he'll be able to get in contact. Ah, I can hear him. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. How are you this morning? (laughs) Fine, fine. Great. Thanks. Okay. Very well. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Uh, CEO and... Lovely music. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd rather enjoy the music myself. So that's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> Founder and CEO of Cambridge Electric Transport. Now, we're here to talk about the way forward, uh, trying to not return to congestion and pollution pre-lockdown. But just give us a little bit of a flavour of Cambridge Electric Transport, Sean, if you don't mind. OK, fine. Um, we're, we're currently running a um, uh, commuter e-bike service in, in North Cambridge area. The idea is to really get employers to subscribe to it so that they can encourage their staff to ditch their cars and uh, jump on a bike and commute into, into work. And we have uh, pick-up points at uh, Long Stanton Park and Ride and Milton Park and Ride and then also um, Cambridge North Station. So, uh, you know, we're, you know we, this is really a trial that started with the Science Park and, and we're hoping to extend that across the whole city. And uh, how Julian. long have you? Sorry, sorry, Sean. Yeah. Sorry. How, how yeah. long have you been? Uh, how long has Cambridge Electric Transport been going? Yeah, two years now. Two years. Yeah. And have you seen a, a sort of a change, an increase? People are interested in using bikes, e-bikes, or bikes. Absolutely, they are. Uh, there, there's in, increasing interest in, in e-bikes. I mean, the UK has been quite slow to adopt them compared to the continent. But uh, there's definitely increased use. Um, unfortunately, the, uh, the bad weather months uh, sort of reduce usage. And we're, we're trying to solve that by developing an, an all-weather e-bike. Um, but that's another story. That, that's a whole development um, <laughs> process that we need to go through for that. Yeah. So we, we, we saw you in an article on the Cambridge Independent, and you were sort of interviewed about the way forward for Cambridge try not to return to congestion and pollution. Do you think this is a big ask? Well, no, I, I don't think it is a big ask. I think that um, the experience of the COVID period where, you know, our streets have been so um, <laughs> empty and there's been uh, an absolute decline in, in pollution just shows us how we could live a, a better existence here in the city and, and in all cities across the, the UK. Um, so, you know, I try to put down in an article my top 10 uh, action points that the city and uh, C- Greater Cambridge and Cambridgeshire could adopt in order to, uh, you know, prevent us going back to congestion. Um, and, and of course, the, the, the concerns at the moment about uh, social distancing on public transport um, are, is, you know, it, it, there's a danger that that will encourage people to revert to single car usage so we yeah. really have to put on our thinking caps to think of imaginative uh, creative ways to to encourage cycling and walking rather 
Yeah, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's ironic, really, because Cambridge is a city of bikes, and yet, like you, I'm rather alarmed that we have been encouraged to use our cars to get out and not... I mean, they have encouraged people to use their bikes, but I get the impression that cars are going to be used. So what, what are the, one of the things, then, Sean, that you think would be a good idea to sort of concentrate on to try and do this, this goal? Well, you know, first of all, you know, CamCycle, for example, is, is uh, lobbying to have uh, pop-up um, new cycle paths created, cycleways created on the streets uh, in, in order to uh, um, pro provide for uh, social distancing between cyclists and to give, um, uh, you know, more routes into the city and into employment centres, safe routes. Um, so, I mean, that can immediately be done. Uh, it's been done in several cities already, um, and, the, and the government is actually encouraging that and is going to provide funding for that. Um, but but longer term, I, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sean. I just wanted to t come in on that because uh, that's the first yeah. time I've heard anyone ever say social distancing between cyclists. Now, that is a really good point because I know people that cycle in London and find it astounding that you turn up, you wait at a traffic lights and there are cyclists that come up really close mm -hmm. and they wait at traffic lights. So that's the first time I've heard anyone ever say that. That's quite important. Well, yeah, I think ChemCycle is quite concerned about um, social distancing for cyclists, providing them with the space they need to, to cycle safely. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and that requires more, more road space. So, you know, we, we need to repurpose some of our roads in order to make them cycleways uh, to increase the cycleway capacity for our uh, for our cyclists, oh, even our even our existing ones. Never mind the uh, the new recruits we hope to get into cycling. Yeah. Okay, that is a very good one. What other ones did you sort of offer as well? Well, yeah. In, in the longer term, you know, I really think the that we have to take a fresh look at the recommendations of the citizens' assembly last year, where the, you know they stated quite clearly that their top solution for reducing congestion and pollution in, in central Cambridge was to create a, a carbon-free zone uh, and to, to have um, only electric and other clean vehicles there. So, um, you know, I, I think that really needs to be given some impetus now in terms of actually taking into action and it's not going to require that much investment. It just requires you know, uh, uh, the uh, councils and uh, the citizens to put their heads together and agree where that zone is going to be and how it's going to be governed and what the regulations are going to be. Mm. And so I, I'm assuming you don't believe in uh, tunnels underneath Cambridge, you find, uh, is that no. something? No, we, you, we, you know, I, you know, <laughs> post-COVID, COVID, we're not going to be able to invest in mega billion pound projects like that. So we really have to build realistic, uh, achievable um, projects that uh, can be, you know, implemented quickly. And what do you say, Sean, to people that live just a little bit outside Cambridge that are coming into work? Now, I know that working conditions and the way we conduct work offices will be different, but there will be people coming back definitely to work in an office. But what do you say to people? Do you think they should be having a bike in the back of their boots so that they, they drive to a certain parking pot and then get out and cycle into to Cambridge? Does that happen? Yeah, it, uh, you know, that needs to happen increasingly. I mean, I th the, the park and rides, for example... Um, uh, you know, it could uh, could be a, a place where they park 
and they take a, a fold, foldable electric bike out of their boot and then cycle the rest of the way. I mean, I think everybody's got to be imaginative and, uh, and creative about this. Um, the A14, uh, for example, has got a tremendous um, cycleway all along, all along from Fendrayton. And yes, that's true. Um, yeah, th there needs to be increased use made of that as soon as that's opened. And uh, we need to develop as many connections as we can from the, uh, the, the nearby villages to the A14 cycleway. Um, you know, and, and, and definitely e-bikes are the solution for the longer range cyclists into, the, into town or into employment centres. And um, I've just noticed here that we have the Zedify, which is the e-cargo pioneers. Now, the why I mention this is because yeah. uh, part of the thing is keeping out lorries and vans at certain times of the day. Yes. So, so that, that's, can, tell, can you explain that a bit as well? Well, uh, you know, I, th I really think that they need to be encouraged and, uh, and other operators who are doing, um, you know, cargo electric bike deliveries um, uh, by, through regulation. I mean, we need to stop um, diesel vans going into the city uh, and that, you know, between certain hours perhaps, um, you know, so that large deliveries can be made overnight. But during the day, uh, we have... Um, only uh, micro deliveries by electric uh, uh, delivery bikes, cargo bikes, um, and, and that can also be done overnight. It's just a matter of regulation. Um, yeah. And so, certainly companies like that need to be encouraged uh, and um, given a, a, a bigger slice of the market. So actually now, Sean, what are you, what's happening in this lockdown? Are you, are you in the process of talking to lots of organizations about actually, because, you know, we, we were saying earlier, a couple of days ago, it's an ideal time now in this yeah. COVID lockdown to really, really just take a sort of step back and say, look, it's quiet. We need to do something about it now. Because I just have this fear that we'll end up going back and nothing will happen. How, how do you think anyone, each of us can take a sort of a, a moment and help in this situation? Um, well, I th I th well, I, I think the authorities are, are doing some thinking about that. We've been approached by Cambridgeshire County Council to uh, extend our service to all the park and rides around the city, which we'd be delighted to do. So we're waiting to get some feedback from them. We've done a proposal. Um, we would then, of course, encourage people to use the service, uh, to park at the park and rides and use our electric bikes to get into, into work. Um, but, you know, in terms of individual um, actions, I think that really people need to get their old bikes out of their sheds and uh, get them fixed up. Um, we provide a repair service at the Campus Cycle Hub at Addenbrooke, and, 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 and even non-NHS people can go there for repairs, and there are lots of other repair shops around the, the, the city, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, we all, all need to get on our, our bikes uh, to point of yeah, and also interestingly, that cycle shops, even from the word from the word go when lockdown happened, never closed. They stayed open. I, I think um, a, a lot of them did. Yes. Yeah. So that's I think quite they were interesting. allowed to as a, as a transport service provider. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sean, very much indeed. And do stay in touch with us if you have made progress with your other bike that you've been talking about as well, which is the all-weather bike. I'm sure it's called. Yeah, the all-weather city pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, Thanks, Thank Susie. you, Sean. Thank you very yeah. much indeed for All taking best. the time to talk yeah. to us this morning. Thanks a lot. Okay. This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105.
Radio.